Welcome back to the Turnbuckle Tavern and another edition of our visits to Tavern live from No Cell Studios on the Ace of the Tavern Ace Field Retro. And I'm joined today by the cause of it all, as above, so below, Joey Conway. What's up, man? What's going on, man? How are you? Good, man. Pleasure to have you back on. This is the second by popular demand. So you've been asked about oh, yeah. the interview did really well and people want to know more about Joey Conway. Oh, God. Why? <laughs> <laughs> So what's been going on, man? I mean, uh, last we spoke was November. You and I have met up at a few shows. We've, we've definitely caught up. We are at Psycho Circus together. But uh, how are you doing right now? I mean, we're about halfway through 2023. It's been my uh, – it's a, it's a weird year, honestly. Um, last year on 22, I ended uh, hot. I was, I was booked every weekend, multiple times a weekend, all the way through from – probably July until January. And then uh, this year picked up and I, you know, I kind of lightened the load a little bit. A couple of companies, you know, uh, uh, went a different way. So they, they, they didn't bring me back yet, <clears throat> but there, there is plans in the future, which is nice. Um, but then I worked for WWE and right. <laughs> I went to Puerto Rico and I did all this other crazy stuff. So it's like, it's like six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. You know, it's it, you. I work. I'm still wrestling every weekend, but it's it's a slightly lighter schedule, which is kind of kind of nice, kind of not nice in a in a way. You know, but uh, I'm having I'm having a blast. This is my most wild year so far uh, for wrestling, at least. Um, I, I, it's 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 been awesome. Yeah, in 2023, I mean, we're six months in at this point, five and change, about just like that. Uh, more experience, different things, as you mentioned, the bookings look different. And I think you're fine tuning where you're going to be. And I think we're yeah. seeing that. And this past weekend was awesome. See, this has been something that's been in the works for some time. Full Faith Wrestling announced their show. It seemed like forever ago and it finally came here in May. You work little Guido. Uh, you cut an epic promo, which I saw on Twitter. I didn't see you should post that the guy who interviewed you, whatever. That was a great promo when you kicked him out of the shot. I was going to put it on here. Uh, <laughs> but talk about the experience working with little Guido uh, were you a fan of his growing up, and uh, were you happy with, at the end of the day with the match that you guys had? Yes, first of all, I was absolutely happy. Uh, he is still freaking incredible. Uh, I don't know how old he is, but he looks like he's young still. He works like he's young still. He can just turn it on uh, at any moment. It's insane. Uh, I hope to be half the worker that man is uh, in my career period. He's so good. Um, I'm very happy with that match, and I it just it just got posted on YouTube, I believe. Oh, I awesome. on a couple of um, a couple of my uh, uh, social media feeds. So if you if you're watching it, watch that match. Um, but that, thank you. That promo was was uh, off the cuff. The kid just grabbed me. He was he was doing like live um, like uh, reactions to stuff, and he was trying to. He was supposed to be like a. Uh, uh, I guess like a backstage uh, interviewer guy. Mm -hmm. uh, as soon as I was done with my match, he's like, "Hey, can you can we grab you for an interview?" I was like, "Hell yeah!" And then he he I didn't know what he was doing, uh, and he just started cutting a promo about like uh, I'm this backstage announcer guy, blah 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 blah. blah. And I went, "Oh, this is what this is." And I kicked him out, and I just cut a promo because uh, <laughs> I don't know the, the, the dude dude like he didn't know me, so he didn't know what to, I knew he wasn't gonna know what to ask me. Um, I had a blast. I beat the shit out of him. Uh, me and the slime balls <laughs> took him to uh, Slime Ball City, 
and we uh, we came up with the W. Yeah, I love it. I'll share that promo. My, I'll make it a reel, put it on my page so you guys can see it. I'll clip it as long as you don't mind off your Twitter, Absolutely. Joey. Just uh, um, uh, yeah, Twitter. Hell yeah, fuck yeah. I was gonna say if you're gonna put it on uh, Instagram, just uh, uh, collab with me. Hundred percent. We'll make it. We'll make a collaboration post and. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Full Faith Wrestling because I know that a lot of people aren't familiar with what they're doing. And talk about how you got involved. Like, like, like I said, that show was announced, felt like a year and a half ago, and the show yeah. was May 18th. I remember seeing the date and being like, they're announcing this in October. But yeah. what is that initiative like? I know Brother Greatness is involved, Slime Balls, as you mentioned. There's a couple of familiar faces, but I guess talk about a little bit how that show came together. Um, that show is awesome, man. Um, it's a benefit show. It's uh it's full faith wrestling, right? It's, it's a, it's a, I believe Christian based or Catholic based. I'm not sure the religion exactly. Um, it's, 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 it's a, I guess it's called a parish or, a, it's, they, they run it as a, as a uh, benefit for uh, multiple, every, every show is a benefit. Uh, this show just happened to be a benefit for the wrestling club, which is awesome. Uh, it's a, it's a group of kids that are uh, from the Bronx, I believe. And uh, their teacher just started a club in their school. If, if nobody knows, I'm sure everyone that watches this knows who they are. Uh, they are very famous now. They, they you know, their, their videos get hundreds of thousands of views and as they should. Uh, but this was a benefit for the wrestling club, uh, which was so cool. And the, the kids were there losing their minds from start to finish so uh every show that they do is is some sort of benefit uh it's it's a great great cause um i am the devil i don't know where i fit in in that <laughs> uh but i guess i'm like the chic uh <laughs> you know, i'm like the ultimate bad guy uh which is which is fine by me i don't mind at all uh, but it's it's such a it's such a rewarding uh, you know uh, promotion to work for, which is which is very nice. Yeah, and definitely looked interesting. If you guys check out that Matt's Little Guido versus Joey Conway on Full Faith's uh, YouTube page, uh, check it out. I'm curious. Check it out myself. I didn't know it was posted. I'm very excited to check it out. But let's fast forward to the one of the highlights of 2023 for you traveling to Puerto Rico. I mean, working CWA Lucha Libre on your first international circuit. Saw some pictures, saw some experiences. You and I spoke about it a little bit. But first of all, how did that come about? And what are your takeaways from working in Puerto Rico? I mean, they're in the news right now in wrestling, too, for what happened at Backlash and their crowd experience. You felt it firsthand. Yeah, we were there the week before. And uh, they were just as crazy, if not a little less, actually, than they were for WWE. That crowd, I, I went back and I rewatched that pay-per-view again recently. It's insane, um, or premium live event, whatever they're calling it. <laughs> uh, but I, I watched it again recently, and I've watched Bad Bunny's entrance like forty times. It still like gives me chills to think of it. It's insane that the the amount of crowd and fan participation in that show was off the charts, and something I don't think we'll ever see again. And that's just how they are. When I was there a week prior. They were doing the same thing. They were chanting stuff. I and I don't speak Spanish uh, uh, fluently. I can understand Spanish, and I can uh, I can speak very little of it. Um, but I, I like learned in school, so it's like Spain Spanish. So it's not like 
like Puerto Rico has a different dialect. Uh, right. and, uh, so I couldn't really understand a lot of what they were saying, but they were saying these chant, they were, they were chanting these things that were like full sentences, like full, <laughs> se- and they were all in unison the whole time. Like, this is insane. Like they, they're so invested and it feels like you're at a, so- uh, a soccer game or football, whatever you want to call it uh, uh game. And they, they, you know, they, they're, they have the cowbells and they have the, the horns and they have, uh, it, it's insane. It feels like you're, you're in a, 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 an arena and you're, you're playing for the world cup. It's, it's absolutely incredible. Uh, the crowd invests in everything. Uh, I had no idea what to expect walking into it. And um, Joel Maximo actually hooked this up with me uh, for me and uh, for me SAT. And, and he, he, was the one that pushed me to go and uh originally i was on the fence about going just just because it was it was a lot of time away from home and i had a lot of other bookings that i had to i had to take and i was i was worried about being able to handle all of that at the same time and um i i, I, I took it and i'm so happy so happy i did and now i i because of that i have other international bookings that are possibly lined up that i'm in talks with which is uh, another level of, of insane. I didn't expect, you know, you in 2022, oh, every year really. And, and whether, whether we post it or not, every wrestler on the planet that we come up with these, uh, uh, these lists, you know, and, and I came up with a list in my head and it was never, I never post them because that's to me, that's a little cheesy. Um, but I, I came up with a list and, and on my list was multiple things, uh, Wrestle internationally was obviously one of them, and I completed that. You know, uh, working for WWE was one of them, or working for a major promotion was one of them. I completed that. You know, this year has been absolutely freaking insane, and I, I can't, I, 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 I don't think I've processed processed it yet. Uh, when I have a minute to breathe, maybe I'll be able to be like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I can't thank Joel enough for for hooking that up. And um, the CWA was so, so welcoming. Um, uh, I got a little heat the first day because I, I did I did too much. Uh, it, was, it was the first day PJ Savage and I, we were supposed to be on like third or something. And um, we ended up, they ended up switching everything, putting us on first. And uh, him and I working together is dangerous. Uh, <laughs> we, we just go and we we went and we went hard and they did not expect it <laughs> and they were not uh expecting it at all and we were again the first match out so we we came back to the curtain and they were they were sitting there arms crossed shaking their heads like come on man <laughs> and i was like oh i'm sorry i i, I don't know how to I, I don't know how to like i don't know what your style is you guys my my plan was to watch the first two matches, see what the style, the Puerto Rican style was, because I, I, the only thing I had reference off of was Abdullah the Butcher, Bruiser Brody, 80s, early 90s stuff, whatever Savio did back in the day, or whatever right. Savio did, uh, um, you know, in the, in the, you know, late 90s, early 2000s with them. And, and, I'm, but again, I'm watching main event stuff. I'm not realizing, you know, I'm, I'm realizing, but I'm not, I'm not watching, you know, undercard stuff. So 
we went out and we had a main event match, first match out, and they were not pleased. However, they were extremely nice about it because they were like, this is insane. You guys are crazy. It was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Time, so what, what was the conversation like after that? Obviously, there is wiggle room for growing pains. This is the first time you're there, first time you're working in front of that crowd. Were they just like, don't do it again, slow down next time out? Or was it just kind of giving you pointers? I mean, they seem mad, but probably were like, that was they awesome. Were, they were pretty much. They weren't mad. They were more like, I don't even want to like. I hesitate to even say aggravated. Jesus Christ, over there. Uh, they were they were more aggravated, I think, um, because they 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 ha you know there's a there's a flow of a of a card, and in that flow of card, you know, uh, first match out doing a main event is not how that works. <laughs> but where we're from, you know, up up in the Northeast, they that's that's what we do. We every match out, we try to top each other. We we walk through the curtain and we go fucking follow that, you know, and and that's just how that works. Uh, we didn't understand that. Well, we 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 didn't really pay attention to that really, um, and we just we just went out. And we had a match, and when we came back through the curtain, we uh, we were met with a couple people that were just unhappy with with the amount of uh, of stuff we were doing, and we brawled all around the uh the arena and we beat the shit out of each other and they were not exactly happy about that they were they were a little bit perturbed to say <laughs> and like four or five guys ended up saying it one guy had a couple of drinks too many towards the end of the show and came up to me uh pointed directly in my face and was like i had a bone to pick with you and i went okay uh, i'm not gonna i'm gonna you know in a different country I, I'm not gonna, you know, start shit with you. It's it, right. It is what it is. Uh, he he was he was kind of an asshole, but eventually he, he calmed down and he uh, he realized that he was he was kind of coming off like an asshole, which was nice. Yeah. But the next night I went out. And I I had a match with one of their guys. It was awesome. Yeah, and also too, I mean, you got to remember, you work in front of, as you mentioned, the Northeast crowd, and they are some of the hardest to please. I've been in front of those crowds where they're not reacting to stuff they should be reacting. And I'll go back to, you know, the remarkable wrestling show where, you know, Kono Kabuchi and, and Desmond Cole put on a banger of a match, and you think they should be reacting a certain way, and it takes them a while to get warmed up. And that's who you're performing from before, predominantly, not NYWC audiences, outlaw wrestling. You also got remarkable wrestling. These they're a lot of times sitting on their hands on Long Island, and I'm from here. They're hard it's, to please. It's very, it's it's insane. They we when we came back from uh, the pandemic, they were uh, regular crowds. They were happy to be there, participating, going nuts, going crazy. Um, and I, I I believe that that truly helped me uh, come into who I am today uh, because I, I was able to kind of let go of the the oh shit they're not reacting oh shit they're not reacting oh shit they're not reacting and now i pride myself in being able to be one of the people that can have them react like that i love i love having a crowd in the palm of my hand and knowing everything i do is going to cause a reaction and the northeast is tough man it's very tough unless you're up in like massachusetts like they don't give a shit. They're just gonna yeah, wrestling open in Worcester. They go, they go off every week. It's, it's like a, it's like a community there, though. They go crazy for snapmares, right. like which which would be awesome if they did that here uh, or everywhere, you know. <laughs> but 
they don't. And, uh, you know, Puerto Rico, they bought in. They they bought in with everything they had. I got hit in the head with a, with a megaphone. Uh, from a, I from actually old- pulled that tweet here. I was going to ask you about it. I'll pull it up but since you just mentioned it. I still can't <laughs> believe an old lady smacked me with a megaphone. So, of course, we need context, Joey Conway. Give us some context about the old lady with a megaphone. <laughs> so <laughs> when we were brawling through the crowd, uh, there's this there's this older lady. She's uh, um, she has a me- she has all the tools. She has a megaphone. She's got a cowbell. She's got a horn. She's got all of her little like uh, the, the they have these 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 like clacker things that you can. It's like it's like a New Year's Eve thing, you know. Like uh, you have all these sound makers. She's got it all. She's got every single one of them. And when you come out and you're the baby face, she blesses the baby face. Oh wow! It's, she's like. She's not part of the show, but she's like, she's a fan. That's such a mega fan that she like reaches up to you, grabs your head, blesses you. And she cursed me. <laughs> she, she blessed PJ. She cursed me. And then when we brawled through the, uh, um, the crowd, she hit me in the back of the head with a megaphone. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> and she was cursing me out and, and, and saying stuff that I, again, so fast i can't understand when they, when when you know uh when i can't understand spanish when they're speaking so fast um and she was just constantly like in my face just yelling at me and i was like this is awesome <laughs> <laughs> but as we're brawling through the crowd she's following us just with the with the horn the, the megaphone yelling in the megaphone i'm like this is this is this is how wrestling should be man yeah it, she bought in so hard that she and she's just having a blast you know, everyone around her is having a blast. They're enjoying what they're, you know, what they're watching. They're enjoying what they're, you know, what they're experiencing. They're they're part of the show. They've be, they make themselves part of the show in the best way possible. You know, like sometimes crowds can try to hijack a show and and then it becomes shit. Uh, it's just a crowd trying to trying to get themselves over. But uh, this crowd was not that way, and uh, that shit ruled. That that was that, that I've never experienced a fan like getting that deep into it and that for sure was was something different and i i want that more now so that's like that's my new like i don't want to get hit in the head with a freaking megaphone but that's my new like a uh, uh, goal is right. to get every to, to be that invested in my stuff that's like the old super fans at nwa the dusty road super fan the rick flair super fans yeah. anything they did like they were like you said bought in there's an idea wink wink we know this is an act but yeah I'm immersing myself because I'm escaping reality. And that's what wrestling is when it's at its best. And that was, that was every fan in that whole arena was doing that. Every single fan we saw, everyone saw it. The world saw it during that pay-per-view or premium live event, whatever it's called that (laughs) backlash. They, they, everyone in the world saw that. And if they didn't, they need to go watch that show three, four times and just, just experience what that crowd created. That crowd created an ambiance that could not be created anywhere else. Uh, you could you could wrestle in Madison Square Garden fourteen times in a row, and you'll never get a crowd like that. And right. that's just that crowd, that country needed wrestling. That that every every wrestler that was in that locker room told me, it's been a long time since we've had you know a big show. It's been a very long time since we've had a show that people can look forward to. I'm like, oh, that's kind of crazy because, you know, we're we're from the U.S., the the mainland U.S., and and we get shows, you know, two times a year at least, you know, in our area, 
And with AEW, it's, you know, four times a year with, with, you know, major companies. So like we're, we're oversaturated and, and we're, you know, we're given so much that it's kind of crazy to realize that they, you know, these people, they haven't had shit since the, the elimination chamber, you know, and what was that? 2003 or some sh- like 2005 uh, new year's revolution. Five. We're edge catching. Yeah. That's yeah. a long time ago. That's the last Puerto Rican yeah. show, major show that they did. It's crazy to me that, and, and, and they, they treat, they, they let you know that they treated it like that. They were having the time of their lives when I was there a week before they were watching. There was, um, I was told that there was, I believe three independent wrestling shows going on that weekend. And the, the C, uh, CWA was running two. Uh, so there was four technically. So one show was running, uh, one show and, uh, um, uh, some sort of like uh, like press conference because there was a, 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 a very prominent Puerto Rico Puerto Rican um, uh, like social media star or whatever, influencer uh, that was that was wrestling on one of the other shows. So they did a press conference and then they did a show mm-hmm. uh, on Sunday. On Saturday, I did a show. On Sunday, we also did a show. So it was it was there, and then there was one other one somewhere else that I, I didn't know about, but it was. Uh, they they were getting they they get independent wrestling clearly, um, the crowds are 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 coming back. They were telling me that the you know, that a lot of people don't come out to these shows because they um, they they just haven't had wrestling in so long and they haven't had like independent wrestling like really good independent wrestling for a long time. Um, so they're they're the crowds are just coming back. So like the first day, the the crowd was a little little light, and the second day the crowd was. at least twice the size Mm -hmm. so in one day it doubled in size and they were just as loud if not louder than the first day which was amazing and it was the same people it was it just brought more people (laughs) it was awesome man and 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 it's an like i said before it's an experience i'll never forget it's experience i'm i'm extremely grateful for uh i can't wait to go back if they have me back uh, they said they would bring me back, uh, but if I go back, I want a championship, and I want to, I want to take take one of those titles home with me. Hold Hell that yeah. <laughs> And you mentioned uh, other locations, and of course, don't disclose if you cannot right now. But bucket list locations of the ones you want to check off sooner than later. I mean, we can talk about UK, we can talk about working Australia, the, different markets yeah. of wrestling. I mean, these guys, <laughs> the, absolutely, <yeah. laughs> the, these guys are are clamoring for the product and what is number one on your list? Do you have a, a dream place to work in front of a, a certain audience? Uh, it's, it's a, it's a hand in hand. It's Mexico and Japan. Oh yeah. Uh, I want to work with, uh, I, I talk to Sam Adonis, uh, uh, quite, quite often. He's becoming very, very big in AAA, And, um, he always tells me how much fun he's having and how, how awesome the crowds react to him. You know, he's, a, he's a six foot four, a uh, bleach blonde white American man that literally does like a, like a, a, a Patriot, like <laughs> America great again, character type. I think he's kind of faded off that, but he's like, does this like Patriot American character that is just so pompous and they eat it up in Mexico. They just, and I, I want to be part of that, man. I, I want to see what I can do with the cause of it all and, and see where I can go with that. And like, Japan, same. 
I want to see what I could do there. And then I, I would, I would love to get an opportunity with Noah or a, a, a new Japan, obviously, um, or any of the other smaller companies that were, that are there The you know, anything I could work for would be amazing. Just to, just to experience a crowd there. You know, I, I was, I'm, you're always told, you know, how crowds react to places. But when you get there, you don't really, you know, like you go, Oh yeah. Like I was just told that. And then sure enough, nine times out of 10, they react exactly the way that you're told they react. And you have to figure out, it's a learning experience. And I, I treat wrestling no, no, no different than, you know, uh, anybody treats, you know, uh, a school or, you know, uh, when you're, when you're, when you're learning a craft in general, you, you're always learning, you're always getting better and you're always trying to find new ways to get better and reasons to get better. So finding that crowd, that's completely different than the Northeast, completely dis- different than, you know, Florida, completely different than, uh, you know, Ohio, Midwest stuff, the, all the places I've, I've worked, you know, like Puerto Rico, completely different. I had to figure that crowd out. And by the end of the, the second match I had, I, I had them wanting to kill me. And I love that. Like they wanted to hurt me, but they were terrified of me <laughs> because I, I would turn around real quick and they would all scatter just fucking it just run away uh, it was it was insane uh it's it reminded me of like that uh, and I'm, I'm not not saying i'm anybody like him but like uh you know when sabu used to just jump in the crowd and people would dive away right you know or bruiser brody used to do it you know he would he would he would walk into the crowd with his fucking shit swinging it and they would run and that's what it felt like and i was like wow this is this is it's nothing's changed here they they really truly react the same way, you know. And, and a Japan or a Mexico would be obviously top of my list. Um, I also would love to wrestle in, in uh, Australia. I hear their crowds are insane. Um, I just did a cool like seminar with a, with a guy. Uh, he was he was he wasn't doing the seminar. He was part of. He was he was on my end. We were, we were both doing the seminar, um, and uh, he was from Australia. And he was telling me how, you know, how the indie scene is and how they, the, the, the quality of talent has exploded. And it's just, they're pushing quality after quality after quality talent constantly. And I, I just, I want to be, I, I want to wrestle the best. So anywhere where there, where somebody is going to say that, oh, there is the best here. I want to be there. And it, it doesn't matter if it's Australia, Japan, Mexico, Germany, the UK, uh, uh, doesn't like, uh, South Korea does, has, has a, a pretty, pretty small, but rabid fan base. Uh, uh, you know, like it doesn't matter There could be, I don't know, Ohio. I don't care. I, if, if there's a, the best there, which is hilarious is in Ohio. Um, <laughs> if there's best there, I want to wrestle them, you know, and, and I hope that they, that I, I get an opportunity to work even Ohio, I guess. <laughs> I love that we're bringing back sort of the Eddie Guerrero, Chris Jericho mindset of prior to getting to really the the big promotion at the time, WCW and WWF. Now it's obviously AW and WWE going to Japan, going to Mexico, working these other places and getting like an eclectic sort of styles. Because I think that honestly is what speaks to Jericho's adaptability nowadays. I mean, he's one example of it, but He's a guy that can work any style. I mean, look at him in Japan, as you mentioned, he puts the fear of God in every single one of those people when he brings out that pain maker gimmick. 
I love it. But he can also be a likable baby face too at the same time. So it's a very delicate balance that he learned on the fly, like you learned in Puerto Rico. Yeah, and it's it's that's that's one of those scenarios where it's like I don't think that the mindset's ever left. I think um, uh, I think deep down the independents have always been that way, and um, especially this generation of people. Like I, I when I came up, uh, WWE was just starting to produce those those like awesome, it was like really good documentaries where there there were like DVD documentaries of they had Jericho, they had Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy, they had. You know, like I'm just trying to think of the ones I, I owned at the time. Or probably still Batista one I know, but, Cena, Edge, Cena. Yeah. They had Shawn Michaels. They had so many great ones, and they were just constantly producing these amazing documentary after documentary. And like the Jericho one, like you said, is is one that stuck out like hugely. You know, dude lives in Cal- uh, Canada and wants to wrestle in America, but skips America to go to. Mexico and then goes to Japan and then comes back to Mexico and then gets signed to a WCW contract or ECW contract, not even signed, just used. Right. You know, like that's, that's what we're doing now. And, and again, and we're still doing it, but it's, I think it's more prominent. I think more people are getting more opportunities in different countries that they, um, that we're, we're finally able to show that, you know, there is a huge base of fans in this entire world that want to see American wrestling. There's a huge base of fans that want to see Mexican wrestling. They want to see Japanese wrestling. They want to see UK wrestling, South Korea wrestling. They want to see South uh, Africa has South Af- I think it's South Africa has a huge, huge fan base. And they have, I think they run like maybe two shows a year. I think like India, another spot, you know, these places are popping up and, and, they're popping off. Honestly, they're 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 bringing in talent. That's that's insane. Chris Masters has been to every place on the planet. Like, mm-hmm. let's be real. This, this dude is. Every time I look at his social media feed, this dude's in another country, wrestling somewhere I didn't even know they had wrestling. Like, it, it, these are incredible spots, and I think that that's that's speaking to the 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 need for pro wrestling right now. Like, uh, uh, WWE really cultivated something in the in the years when they had nothing. There was nothing. There was no alternative. And in those years, I truly believe we got back to the territory, you know, in a sense. We don't have territory days. Obviously, I wrestle for, you know, 14, 15 companies, whatever it is. So, like, I would be stuck to one company if it was territories, obviously. But I think we're coming back to a, to a time when, you know, we, we're, we're able to go out and catch this, this you know, uh, audience in a different country, learn different styles. If you're, if you're open to learning it, you know, some people are going to go places and, and, you know, they're going to learn nothing. Uh, and, and that's fine. That's, that's up to them. You know, like, uh, I, that's not me. You know, I, I want to, I want to do the Chris Jericho thing. Cause again, I watched that documentary and that bef- this was before I was even in the wrestling business. Right. And I went, that's what I want. That's exactly what I want. I want to be like that because truthfully, I want to travel the world as just a human. As a human, I want to travel the world Um, and to be able to do it as I'm wrestling and doing something I absolutely love and I'm I'm completely obsessed with. uh, There's nothing better than that. You know, the the only thing better is like if I could bring my dog, 
I guess my fiance, we can, whatever. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Nick Khan did like one of those investors meetings the other day. And it's funny you mentioned India. They didn't announce the show, but apparently a lot of the PLEs, and we look at the next slew of schedules, we're going to obviously have the Saudi Arabia show coming up this weekend, but they talk about, you know, UK shows. They want to do, the UK is having money in the bank. And they talked about India specifically. And we see the the analytics and Instagram following that India has for WWE and they're, they're clamoring for that product. So I'm curious. And now the bar is set for these different crowds. I mean, we look at Clash of the Castle uh, yeah. last year in September, looking at these crowds and they're going to try to one up each other and they're going to try to have people come back because, you know, when you have a, a, a first impression of a crowd, they a lot of times WWE has blacklisted cities, whether they say it or not in America, that they won't come yeah. back to because they don't react. And I'm, I believe New Haven, Connecticut is one of them because they don't <laughs> react the way they want them to. And that's a reason why they usually don't go back to those places. So this is their chance. This is our, this is our rehearsal. Come back here. And here's why. And they're going to go back to Puerto Rico and they should. They should absolutely should. Cause that crowd was so fun. I want, I want to see them go back for like a, a, a Monday night raw SmackDown, oh, yeah. uh, like tour, you know, the Island's not big at all. You can run one building, you know, and do a, do raw SmackDown and then a, a big pay-per-view. And that would be insane to have a week of that crowd. It would be un, 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 you can't match that. But if you're if you have crowds like India, India is going to react. Oh, yeah. India is going to bananas, and that is something I can't wait for. You know, I I, I want to see how they they react. I want to see what they're what they're into because they they like different countries. Are, Excuse me. Uh, different countries that you're boring me. Um, <laughs> different countries are into different shit, you know, like, uh, uh, so I want to see what they're into and, and I want to see like what they, you know, what they're reacting to. Cause while WWE they're into WWE, obviously, but what in WWE are they into? Are they into the character stuff? Are they into the wrestling stuff? Are they into the, uh, the real wrestle wrestle stuff? Like, are they into the real intricate technical wrestling shit? Or the high flying stuff? Are they are they into the dark characters? Are they into the you know the lighter characters? Are they into the comedy stuff? What what are they truly like? The analytics say that they're into it. Do they say what they're reacting for? Not until we get there, or they right. get there, you know. And they they, I I have no clue. Like I said, when I went to Puerto Rico, I looked I looked stuff up, and I the only stuff I could find was main event stuff. So I knew what they would react main event wise. And again, this is 10 years ago. I'm not really seeing like a crazy amount of stuff. Their social media, uh, you know, <laughs> I did have a conversation with a couple of the, you know, a couple of people about change, you know, making sure that their social media is up to date and, and, and really, you know, uh, um, on par with, with, you know, social media everywhere else, you know, cause they, they were, they weren't doing much. They were they were running these shows once a month or, or once every couple months. Again, I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> once every couple months, uh, and they they were drawing the same crowd every single time, and their their social media was was shit. I I, I I'll admit it. You know, I'll, I'll say it, and I you know I hope I don't offend people by saying it, but it's you know you call a spade a spade. Uh, uh, if your if your social media is garbage nowadays, and your 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 presence on YouTube or your presence on you know, uh, any, any, any social platform is shit. You're going to be reacted to like shit. You're going to be treated as if 
you are just starting out and creating something from scratch. And, you know, that, that's something that I, I, I learned within the last two years, honestly. I, I upped my the amount of posts, my engagements on, on all of my social media just to see if, you know, uh, what, what, what would happen. And it, it worked. You know, I, I gained in the last two years, I gained uh, just off of like grassroots garbage. I gained like I don't know, a thousand followers in, in a year. And, and to me, that's really good. Yeah, you know, I'm, sure. not, I'm not paying for advertising. Uh, maybe I should be. Um, and that's 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 something that I can I can look into in the future. You know, uh, I'm not but I'm, I just want to see if I could do it myself and see what happened. But a thousand followers in a year seems to be, you know, that's pretty good. Uh, and, and that was steady. It was, you know, I would lose a couple, I would gain, you know, I, if I would lose three, I would gain five, you know, and that, so it, I would see the numbers fluctuating and not, you know, you're, you're looking at it every day. So you're not seeing like, Oh man, I'm really, I'm really gaining followers. No, you don't see that. Cause it's, you're losing three. Right. And then the next gained two more next day, you gain three more. So now, now I'm two ahead of what I was three days ago, you know? Uh, so it's it's and that's just i'm trying to learn as well you know social media is not a, a easy thing they change the algorithm every other minute of the day so you know oh yeah hard it is <laughs> no it is hard and it is important for these these indies out there and all bigger companies too to show off what they have going on there's a lot of them and i can even talk about gcw's instagram it's hard to follow they post a lot and it's in my opinion i'm a big game changer wrestling fan it's disorganized to be able to find what events coming up next and who's going to be where it's like they post almost too much, but you just have to have an organization of the product you put out there. And like you said, it has to be consistent with what you're putting out. People need to know you're showing up to whatever venue on a certain date and prep it because that's no one's going to know. They, it's not osmosis. No one's going to just know that you're going to be there. There, there there's been um, uh, companies I've worked for that I, I I've, I've received the, uh, the match graphic for my match. And I'm, I, I, I look over everything because in the past I've actually had my name spelt wrong. I've had like, like my, my tagline spelt wrong. I've had, I've seen like, like if they have phone numbers, I see like, like the area code is wrong. Like I've seen that stuff. So like, I look at it cause if I'm going to post it, I want it to be professional. And I, you know, I, plenty of times I've seen where it doesn't even say what time the show is, you know, uh, or where the show is. Like, how are you going to do that? It says some like sports complex. Okay, cool. <laughs> some sports complex on this date. But what time? Oh, sorry, I keep yawning. I have no idea why. <laughs> it's been a long time already. It's, <laughs> uh, but it's, there's plenty of, plenty of companies that, that, you know, uh, you know, and it's not their fault. They, you know, they're producing 10 match graphics, that, you know, just rattling them off, just boom, 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 replacing the face, replace the face, replace the face in the name. That's it. And, uh, you know, I've caught it a couple times where it's like, I don't know what, what time do I even need to be there? Is it an afternoon? <laughs> Is it an evening show? Like what time, what time are people showing up at this, at these doors? And I, <laughs> I've, I've met, you know, I've messaged the promoter multiple times and be like, can you fix this so I can post this? Cause I'm not going to post it if it's, a half-assed poster and it looks unprofessional and to be completely honest i treat my my dms like um like a business and uh i don't i answer I, i'll answer people you know all the time but I, I try to keep it as professional as humanly possible and uh you know i i 
I don't want to get overrun by what time is the show? What time is, uh, where is the show? Where is the, you know, and, and, you know, I'll, I'll be doing something and I'll catch what time is the show. Cause then I, I feel obligated because I am obligated to sell tickets. Right. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm on your car. I'm on your show. So I should be drawing something and uh, I should be promoting the show. I should be helping create buzz behind the show, you know, and, and, and it's, it's part of my job. So I have to respond to these people when they could be asking me better questions, you know, like, like, you know, and it, it's not like it's a bad question. It's, it's a valid question of what time is the show if it's not on the poster or where is the show if it's not on the poster, but they could be asking me better questions like, Oh, who else is on the show? And I could rattle off 10 other guys that there might be like, Oh, Ken Broadway's on the show. Shit. Yeah. I haven't seen him wrestle. I see him online all the time. You know, uh, um, you know, Gabe Sky's on the show. Oh shit. I haven't seen him wrestle. I want to see him wrestle. You know, uh, right. Jesus is on the show. Uh, I haven't seen him, right? I could be answering those questions and promoting those questions, you know, promoting those matches as well as my own, not just where is the building and what time is it? But that's, that's what some of these companies run into. That's what CWA was running into. They were you know, not so much the, the, the poster was, was a big one. I, I had no match graphic walking into that building. I had no, uh, no graphic at all. I didn't even know the show was, if it was an advertised show. Um, so I was like, Hey man, like, did you, can you make up like something so I could post it so I could, you know, I granted, I don't have, maybe I do. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I have fans in, in Puerto Rico. Maybe I do now. I hope, but maybe, you know, other people would be like, Oh man, maybe, what's the CWA stuff. Maybe look at their social media. And now your guys get looked at by people that are, that follow me from, right you know, from the Northeast now, Oh man, this guy looks great. I like to follow him. Oh man. Now, uh, I don't know. NYWC posts. Who do you want to see uh, us bring in that guy? I want to see that guy be po- brought in. Yeah. Wow. That's how this shit works. And it's, you know, I'm not, I'm not being selfish and trying to, you know, hoard all this shit for myself. I, I want, I want wrestling to succeed and I want indie wrestling to succeed. I, I, I have a huge love for indie wrestling. Um, not just because I'm in it, but because I, I, I'm learning still from it, you know, and, and I want to be also included in that, you know, you post a graphic of me selfishly. Of course, I want people to be like, Oh, who, you know, who's this guy? That's who's, who's that guy? Oh, let me, let me look him up. Oh, he's a fucking devil. He's a piece. <laughs> yes. That's me. I want you to, 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 Oh, maybe, you know, maybe uh, I want him to come to my, my town. Cool. Now I get booked in, somewhere you know that's how this stuff works and, and like cwa was was a, was a big example of it like their youtube was was uh iffy at best still is uh seems like they're gonna post post more stuff when they're done editing those shows which would be great though so i hope <laughs> hope it is cheap plug for me if you guys are looking for match graphics you are an independent promotion i do make match graphics for remarkable wrestling you guys can check those out i made it for other places i make it for some other the you know, the other independent wrestlers looking for booking uh, inquiries, that kind of thing. So if okay. you guys are looking, I have a no sell studio, check it out. Uh, you know, it's on there. I'll post it in the, the link here, but you're right. It, it is an important piece of wrestling that people take for granted. If you go and see match graphics for a show for me as a fan watching it, it makes me feel like it's, it's lesser than if the match graphics suck. And if it's a match graphic yeah. that they're just banging, they're awesome. A lot of times it can raise the product and you, it brings you in the door with the, just the match graphics. So it's worth the investment. I, I have, I have on my wall, 
I have two just match graphics sitting on my wall. But I have, I think, five other ones that are I need to frame just because they're cool. They look awesome. I get a match graphic every weekend, which is, you know, not, not bragging, but like, knock on wood, I'm very lucky to have that. But I get a match graphic every week. So it takes a little bit to like, man, that match graphic's really cool. Like that is, that's different. That's, that's something, you know, and, and, and it, it takes something to do that. And when it does, it, it, you, you said it, it elevates your product. You know, we came up at a time in the, in the, you know, late nineties in the attitude era and, and like early two thousands, like 2007, six, five, those match graphics for WWE were insane. They were putting out like the coolest, like Shawn Michaels doing this shit. Like we uh, all know what he did. You know, we all know those moving match graphics. We all know those. And, you know, uh, but those are memorable. Those are absolutely like bringing people in the door. And uh, uh, like I said, I have, I think I have five unframed ones right now, maybe four um, that I need to frame and throw on this wall. Cause it's, it's just, it's, it's not even about me. It's just cool stuff yeah. that, uh, uh, you know, has happened in my wrestling career and it looks cool. You know, like I, I'm, I'm looking at, you know, my, my, my fir- the first ever psycho circus I did with NYWC, there was a lead up for it and it was tour to circus and sideshow. And they're literally, those are the two that are, that are framed and they're not really match graphics. They're more, um, show graphics, like show promotion stuff. Mm-hmm. And, one of them is I was part of a, a, a group called the Deadly Sinners, and it was uh, we we did a wanted poster with all of us. We're there's we're, we're seven seven Deadly Sins, seven Deadly Sinners. There's seven of us plus Crusher Dugan and um, uh, 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 Brian Vitko, and they're sitting in the front, and we're all like paint because circus is about clowns. We're all half painted in clown makeup, and it's it's such a cool wanted poster. It looks like an old timey Western poster. I had to hang that poster. You know, there, there's, you know, the sideshow poster, you know, it's, it's, it's me. It's uh, Jolly Roger, which was uh, Tyler Murphy, uh, Joe Attell, Joe Gacy, and Mikey Whipwreck. Like that poster is sick. Yeah. Sick. <laughs> like that can, that can elevate your show. And I hope, I hope anybody listening uh, really understands that and, and and sees that. So last we spoke, you just mentioned NYWC. You were Fusion Champion. That reign ended after 301 days, which is the third longest reign behind Michael Mastretta and Stockade. Uh, I love the match you have with Dan Barry at Psycho Circus. I thought it was a great finale to that reign. And I personally thought the prestige of the title was raised with that reign. I loved what you did with it. But what were your overall thoughts uh, on the reign and what that meant to you as far as being Fusion Champion and everything that went into it? Um... That meant that meant a lot, man. Honestly, it was it was my first singles title I ever won. Um, I believe no, it wasn't. Was it? No, it wasn't. But it was. It was. It, I won. I'm I'm still currently the EAW uh, World. Yes, Age. you are. So uh, that was the first one I think I won. Um, maybe I don't know. It wasn't. Yeah, I I won the Fusion title first, and then I took the uh, EAW title from uh, Rex. So right, that's true. Mm-hmm. Fusion was the first cha- uh, singles title I won ever, and um, it meant a lot because it was it was and I'll you know I say this a lot and I say this a lot about titles. Uh, it was a title I wasn't supposed to win. 
uh, you know, I, I, there was a lot of, a lot of stuff that happened in the past pre pandemic that, uh, allowed me to, to believe that, you know, I wasn't supposed to win a championship and, um, I wasn't supposed to represent a company in, in any company, you know, and in multiple companies. And I, I, I am very openly saying that I, I've, I've always said I was a shithead back in the day. Um, I'm a shithead now, but it's a different type of shithead. Uh, so, you know, uh, it's, it's a title I never thought I would win. And I, it was a title I always looked at, you know, I, I, as, even as a fan, I would go to NYWC shows and I would see like Nice had it or Papadon had it or Alex Reynolds had it or, you know, Rex Lawless had it or, you know, these people had this title and they went on and did crazy shit, awesome stuff uh, toward the world, you know, and, and, and worked for major companies and, and, and done awesome stuff and and raise the prestige of that that championship and i think for a while um uh that title was was you know passed around and hot potatoed a lot to the point where it you know it truly became a secondary even you know thirdary if that's even a word uh title to even the tag titles you know and the, and the tag titles were amazing people that held it were, were amazing um so it's not it's not a it's not a knock on the tag titles but uh you know people would look forward to every title except for the fusion title. Cause that's at some point, you know, and that's my opinion. And then, you know, Mistretta had it and Mistretta held it for so long and it meant more and he lost it. Um, and then Willow had it and man, Bun Jesus had it. man, Bun had it. And then Willow had it. And I beat Willow Nightingale. And I think that catapulted me. And that is what helped me create a title that meant something and and you know i i i was on a mission to make that title mean something you know really really mean something because it, it, you know i'm a big intercontinental championship fan you know and so growing up that was always the the workhorse title and i you know i took that for for real and i really invested in myself and i really worked hard and i really you know i was in the gym every day i was training every day i was I still am you know uh, and like as soon as i know this i'm going to the gym I'm, I'm going to go do a show tomorrow and train tomorrow. I'm going to do the same shit I do every day. But I wanted to elevate that title to be the real workhorse title and be the, be the title that everyone would look forward to on that show. You know, you have your heavyweight ch championship. You know you're going to have a heavyweight main event. That's fine. But I want, I want people to go, shit, that Fusion Championship match should have been the main event. That, that, that tore the house down. And I wanted that. And I really, really needed it almost. You know, uh... I, I, I was so obsessed with creating lineage to that title going into the future because NYWC at the time, uh, uh, I think Willow, Willow wasn't signed at the time, or maybe she was. And, and I'm not, I'm not sure how, like what the time frame was, but uh, for a while NYWC hadn't produced, you know, a, a TV uh, person, you know, a, uh, some sort of star that went off and went to TV. So I felt like our, that our, I say our company, because that's my home, you know, our, our company was, was, uh, was, was living off of local talent and uh, that's great. It worked. We were drawing every month and people were coming, people were loud, people were enjoying it, but I, I wanted to create something that was a little different and, uh, I'm really proud of that rain and uh, uh, I wish it was longer. You know, I wish it was, I wish it wasn't lost to Dan Barry. Uh, 
you know, because Dan sucks. Um, but you know, it's it's. I wish I, I wish I still had that title because I, I would be ma- making it mean something. I don't know when the last time it was defended was. Uh, it was probably when I was in Puerto Rico, and uh, before that, I it was it was when I defended it. I think he took like a a month off after winning a championship. Like who does that? Who seriously? Like that's that's just a slap in my face. Uh, not let alone NYWC's face and every everybody who came before him. You know, and and he he probably you know knew that. You know that that sucks. I don't want that. I, I want, I want that title to mean something. And, uh, uh, you know, if, if that means I have to take it back, I have to take it back, but I still haven't, haven't come for it. But if I do come for it, when I do come for it, it's, that's trouble for whoever has it. Uh, but I, you know, right now I kind of have my eyes set on a, on a bigger, shinier piece of metal. We will talk about that in one sec, but before we move on to that, the match with Dan Barry, we saw you break out the 450 splash. We've seen you break it out before. Uh, it was very impressive to me because of those low-ass ceilings at the Farmingville Fire Station. Very <laughs> sketchy to be doing that. Uh, yeah. Like we said, we've seen it. You've done it on Crash Pads. You've seen you post it on social media. You've done it in a match before. But this one felt like it a little more oomph on it. I think I, when I saw you after the show, you were so nice to let me use your merch table to sell some of my stuff. Yeah. We were talking, you're like, that knocked the air out of me. So yeah. speak to the 450 splash, how it became like in your arsenal to feel comfortable doing something like that. Cause that's very hard to do. Uh, I've always been a flippy person. Uh, I just never showed it Grow, growing up. That's all I did was I would, I would be the kid that was on the football field doing flips in my pads. Like I would do backflips in my full gear. Uh, you know, uh, so I, I was always the person who, who did crazy, dumb, stupid, flippy shit. Um, and I never did it in wrestling. You know, I would always practice it and I would always, you know, I knew how to do stuff. Like I've done, I've done Phoenix splashes and I've done moon salts and I've done all this other stuff. And then, and I've, I've done four fifties for years. I just never did it on a show because I, you know, psychology and, you know, uh, other, other, you know, other scenarios. And now, now I'm finally comfortable in where I'm, where I'm sitting uh, to break stuff out like that. And, uh, I'm happy I am because now I can have fun and do stuff that other people can't do at my size uh which is something that i think is is missing you know that i think that was a missing ingredient for me for a long time was i was i was just wrestling like a like a bad guy and not showing people that i not only wrestle like a piece of shit um but i can do all of the stuff that your favorite wrestlers can do better than them and i wanted to show that and uh (laughs) Little little inside baseball. Ninety percent of the the stuff that I do in the ring is stolen from the people who trained me. Uh, I do a backpack whippersnapper. I do the dude buster, uh, which was Nisa's move and Trent's move. Um, I I I used to do the the headlock driver, which is Mondo's move, but Mondo's back, so now I can't do it. Uh, Four fifty was Nisa's move. You know, I I even that on the the night of the circus, I even shook Nisa's hand. It was like, hey man. Sorry, I steal everything you've ever done. <laughs> and he's like, I don't care, man. It's it's wrestling. We all steal stuff. Like and and but I, all the stuff I I do, there are some things now that I, I've I've created and cultivated. Like you know the uh, the you know the six one nine whatever it's called uh, uh, cannonball that I do mm-hmm. is you know I've never seen anybody do. And now I've started to see a couple people do. I'm not saying it was me that started it but it was me that started it. So, uh, <laughs> but it, it became 
it became something that I wanted to, I wanted to throw in, you know, uh, big match scenarios and, 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 you know, make it mean something. And, and uh, yeah, that one, that one was real. That one, I gave my entire body weight to Dan and uh, he had no choice but to give his entire body weight back. And that ring rebounds when you hit it. And it blew my lungs out, man. And my, my ribs were, were killing me for days. Uh, but it was almost worth it. <laughs> I almost won with it. Nothing, nothing a little Jack Daniels couldn't fix right after. I so saw you pull out the little uh, the Jack Daniels, have a little post-match uh, drink, which was awesome. Nothing Jackie Dan can't fix. Nothing. <laughs> so you mentioned friend or foe. And you're in the MYWC championship picture now. You're teaming with Papa Don to take on Sal Savelli and the current champion, Big O. We have seen some strange bedfellows in the history of wrestling, but this has the potential to blow up into something chaotic on May 27th. So speak to your interest in Big O's championship, which I know you have, but also teaming with Papa Don, who is someone, of course, that we respect he, what he's what he's done, but he has his own intentions of taking that title from Big O. I'm sure he does, uh, as he should. And I, again, I, I, I've said this to you before. I've said it to a million other people. If you're not if you're not in this business to be world champ, then why are you here? Uh, I want to be world champ. I want to be a heavyweight champion. I want to show that 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 and that 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 title specifically is the title I should never get my hands on. I should have never got my hands on. Um, and that that was real. I was never ever supposed to be in this picture, and I forced my way into this picture. I. With that fusion title run, I proved I belong where I belong, and where I am, uh, rather. And uh, Papa Don, and I have teamed multiple times in different promotions, so I'm not really worried. And that's the fun part. I'm not worried about him turning his back on me. I don't believe he's he's worried about me turning my back on him. We're in this to inflict damage on Big O, and I don't know why Sal is in that match. He's got a little card that that he, it's a money in the bank type thing. Uh, I don't know why he just doesn't cash it in. He's an idiot for not. And, you know, I got, I got to watch out. And, and if he does cash in, guess what? I'm right there to, to, to pick up the pieces the next month. that I'm going to take that title right from him. Uh, it doesn't matter whenever I get, I have a, I have a, a nice little, um, uh, there's a, there's a, a fact that hasn't been kind of brought to light yet. And it's every time I fight for a championship, on the first try, I win. I have never lost on my wow. first try. My tag title, my EAW heavyweight title, the fusion title, I never lost on the first try. That's it. Give me one shot at that NYWC championship, I'm taking it. And I'm holding that shit hostage for as long as I can. I'm beating Apollyon's reign. I'm beating all those other reigns. I'm not letting that one go. And I'm not letting people like Dan Barry come and push their way in to this title picture. It's going to be real people, real people who really deserve it. Cause Dan wasn't around for so long. And I'm still bitter about it. Still angry that he even got an opportunity at me. And I let my guard down, which is truly what happened. I let, I let friendship that used to happen. That used to be, uh, into that match. And that was stupid. Um, uh, keep friendship and, and business separate. And that's something I learned from my fusion title, right? Uh, and that's going to go into that NYWC title. Uh, Rain, because I'm not going to lose. Let's be real. It's, it's, I, I, I'm truly confident in what I, what I do. Uh, if I have to beat Big O, if I have to beat Sal, if I have to beat, you know, uh, Big O, Sal, and Papadon. Um, I'm sorry, Papadon, 
I got to do it. Uh, I'm sure you understand. Uh, and, and, you know, I'm sure he feels the same way. And I understand, you know, it's, it's, we have a mutual respect for each other. We're, uh, we're both, we both hate the world. Honestly, I guess it's, it's we hate, we hate the same things. So <laughs> it's a mutual hatred for the world that we, we bond on. And, um, I, I really, I don't have any, you know, qualms with saying what my intentions are, you know, cause it's, again, I'm not a liar. I've never lied in my life. I've never lied in the ring. I've never lied to the fans. I've never, ever lied. You can look back on it. Any promo I've ever cut, I've said the truth. Every single time I get on a microphone, I've said the truth. Whether they want to hear it or not, they don't like it. The truth hurts. And I've said it a million times. And I, I purposely go out there and I say, I might, like I said, I might be a piece of shit. I might be the devil. However, I don't lie about what I do. My intentions are obvious. My intentions are, are blatant. I don't beat around the bush. I want that championship and I want it now. The fact that it's a tag tag match is 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 a joke. Uh, I'm gonna win that match, and next month in June I'm taking that championship, uh, or July. Whenever NYWC decides to give me a championship title chance, which I've never had with for the NYWC heavyweight title, obviously because I, I I would I would have it. Uh, I've never never lost my first attempt at a championship and I, I i'm looking forward to it because it's again it's a title i i should have never had should have never had the opportunity to be be in, in, a, in a match for and uh a lot of people uh try to keep me away from this title for a long time and this is just shoving it right in their face i'm gonna i'm gonna flip them off as i win that title and i leave big O a mess in the ring it it's it's my it, it i hate i hate saying you know, cliches, but it's truly my time to have that. And it's truly my time to, to, to create what I created for the fusion title, for the heavyweight title. And I want to have people looking forward to a heavyweight title match again for the first time in a very long time. Well said. And uh, spe- staying on NYWC, we saw the slime balls accompanied to the ring for full faith. They've been sort of loose associates. You guys have been, you were a trio. Uh, before and you guys have obviously been associated and you watch them grow over the, the course of these couple of months here since I last spoke with you. MYWC, they're in CZW now, teaming with Mistretta some of the time. Uh, of course, Remarkable. Last month we were there together. Uh, for those new here, they've been on Visits to Tavern. They've been on my show as well. Let's hype them up for the uninitiated. What have you seen from the slime balls and how have you seen the growth from Tommy and Sage? Those little pieces of trash are the best. <laughs> they, they are... Tommy, Tommy is, is, is just a untapped talent and he doesn't even know it yet. Uh, Sage knows it. Uh, <laughs> he knows he's, he's untapped and that is dang- That is a absolute dangerous combo. They are exactly what they say they are. They're the slime balls. They're, I, I, I like to, uh, I hope that I've rubbed off on them a little bit. And uh, they're they're following my my ways of being trash uh, to succeed, and I hope that within the year, you know, they they find their themselves 
in a title picture, which they sorely deserve because they are incredible. They haven't been doing this for very long. They, I think they both started in 2020. That like, and if you watch their matches, that doesn't look like they started in 2020. <laughs> like, it's that's three years, maybe not even three years. It's because it, we had the pandemic. Like, th- th- these kids are so good, and they're it's only up from here. And I think I don't think they're teaming with Mistretta. I think they're teaming with uh, Milk Chocolate. And uh, oh, that is correct. Yeah, I think Sal and Mistretta are doing their thing in, in yes. CZW. Yeah, yeah. Sal, Sal should just stay in CZW. <laughs> because i'm gonna punch him in the face uh in his stringy ass hair um <laughs> i'm sorry I'm hair it's it's i got no choice uh but again milk chocolate and them i have a loose association association with milk chocolate Dark i was chocolate yep part of milk chocolate for one match uh, we we did a trios. We did a. Uh, uh, that's actually how I lost the uh, the the uh, tag title, which is not fun to bring up. But uh, however, I was part of Milk Chocolate, and they can't deny it now. You, you <laughs> can't deny it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's actually fun for me to watch Sage and Tommy and Milk Chocolate, or just Sage and Tommy in general go off and 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 the, the slime balls are, are they're gonna be something big and i cannot wait for them to continue to evolve because they do every single time i see them they're evolving they're getting better they're 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 more vicious they're more violent they're more of a tag team these kids were friends since they were kids i mean they're kids still but like barely able to walk friend like that's when they were friends like they were edge and christian friends like forever so they have something that other people do not have they have literally a bond of a, of a lifetime like that's that's something you're not going to get with a lot of teams man and that's that's something that uh, uh i think that they have that a lot, a lot of other teams don't have that leads them to be so good and leads them to be so cohesive in the in the ring they have so many like insane tag moves they 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 work so well as a team and they're slime balls they're they're willing to do whatever whenever however to take that win and i love that type of person i love it that's why i keep them with me yeah i mean they they fit well and like i said last time uh, i think the the future is so bright for both those guys. And I think it's going to be tag gold in their future. I know that the EAW tag champs, but I think NYWC gold oh, yeah, will yeah. be on their way <laughs> soon too. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But that, I think, I think, you know, him, them and I, you know, uh, at some point within the year, I think we'll have the heavyweight title. And I think we'll have the NYWC tag titles as well as the EAW heavyweight title. Love it. W tag titles. And we'll just be dripping in gold. Well, speaking of dripping in gold, we saw wrestling is now it was supposed to happen this past week and it got moved from last week uh, to June 16th called Sunset Flip. I know you made your intentions clear that you want gold there. Are you going to be in Ridgefield for that next event? Or is that still part of the works for Joey Conway schedule? I'm in there. I'm there. Uh, I am 100 percent there. If there is a championship to be won, I'm not going to miss that for the world. Uh, that is a hundred and fifty percent mine. Uh, it will always be mine. It will be mine forever. Uh, uh, 
and I cannot wait. I it's it's only a matter of time. I don't know why they wouldn't just give it to me at this point. Uh, <laughs> that it's it's that title is another one that I I want to create. No one's ever held that title. No one's ever fought for that title. No one's ever defended that title. I want to be the first to do all of that. And by doing that, I want to make it mean something. And that's that's key. You know, SAT is is uh, is 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 pretty uh, uh, ingrained in independent wrestling and wrestling as a whole. You know, they they call themselves the fathers of the style of today, and you know uh, that's their company. I want to take that title because the fathers of the style of today need someone like me to have that title. They need somebody who who is almost a uh, I don't know, a bridge to what old wrestling used to be and what new wrestling is now. And I, I the SAT is is a they're a group that I, I hold extremely high in in you know in my in my opinion. Uh, I I really value their opinions. I really value what they they have put into this business, and uh, I really respect you know what they. Uh, what they've put out and you know, I really want to wrestle them with Sage and Tommy. So uh, putting that out there, Love I don't want to do this match with them so bad. Uh, but I, I need, I need to take that title because I need, I need that validation, man. I really truly do. Uh, if it's SAT's company, that means that they're putting the stamp on whoever has that title. And I need that. I need SAT of approval, uh, not just, you know, in the back in the locker room or, or you know, you know, oh, good job, good job, good job. Pat me on the back, back. Uh, you know, I know I need, I need the world to see, oh shit, that's SAT's company. That is who's their champion. That guy, we got to watch that guy. So that title, uh, was it? The championship doesn't make the man, the man makes the championship. Uh, I want to make that title mean something, but first I need to take it. And I need to hold it hostage for a very long time. <laughs> I love it. And I'm looking forward to that event. Like we said, June 16th, Sunset Flip in Ridgefield, New Jersey. You can catch Joey Conway there. And as we wrap up over here, Joey, we're just above an hour. Uh, this is kind of a long, free-ended you know, free ended question here. If you had free reign, endless amounts of money, creativity, freedom, whatever it takes, to improve wrestling for the better, no red tape holding you back, what would be the ideal type of promotion you'd run? Would it be similar like to Lucha? Would it be something like a death mat? Like what would it look like? Maybe it's a mix of everything. Uh, honestly, it would look like GCW. It would, it would truly look like GCW. GCW is a awesome uh, mix. I'm going to make, I'm going to use a cool word that I, 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 I figured out amalgamation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Joey Conway is not a dummy. Uh <laughs> Uh, it's a, it's a, it's an awesome mix of, um, everything you have, you know, the, the base God there. And he, I don't even know if he's allowed to wrestle there anymore with, you know, ring of honor stuff. Probably. And Tony, uncle Tony has a whole bunch of the, he lets people do their thing. So I think he'd be back. That's that's, uh, but like you have him and you have, you know, other, other Lucha guys, you got deathmatch guys. You got, you know, you got wrestle, uh, technical wrestle guys. You have, you know, you have a a mix of everybody. The, uh, if if that was the case, it would it would look something like GCW. Um, and and you know, I I 
I look at Brett Lauderdale and how he's promoted, and I, I, I like I, li- I like how he does stuff. You know, I like I like that he. I've never met, never met Brett Lauderdale one time, so I don't know how he is as a human being. Um, I don't, I don't know. He's a promoter, so I'm sure he's a promoter, uh, but he he's clearly clearly very smart to the business. Um, he's been building that company for a very long time and it's been awesome to watch and that that that's what it, i think that's what it would look like you know it, it's it would look it would look something along those lines or you know uh something along the lines of you know a mixture between that and beyond you know mm. the, the, those are two companies that are major major companies on the independence you know and, and you watch those and you you watch a pwg another company that i would yeah, I'm, awesome you know after you know you got these you got these guys that are coming out they're doing insane untouchable things but then you have guys that are doing untouchable thing like wrestling wrestling stuff uh it, it, it it's it's all a matter of of i think mixing that stuff together and I, that's something i would love to 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 do i would love to be in any of those companies really i've, I've wrestled for beyond before and i would love to go back but you know a, a pwg or a, a gcw is something that's obviously on my list of, of places i want to work uh and i hope that maybe one day i can but that's a company I would build. Yeah. I would love to see you in like PWG Bola for the year. Just like do that tournament and go in, I'll go out there and wrestle the best in the world. I would love to see that. But I mean, what you said about GCW speaks volumes because a lot of people that don't watch game changer wrestling, they assume it's this, the death mats, the glass and all that. But if you watch any of the shows, yes, that exists on there. Like Yamesh is going to have her ultra violent match, but you're also going to get Jordan Oliver and Nick Wayne tearing it up technically and high flying. And, as you mentioned, Gringo Loco, Commander was there as well. And these guys, yeah. it's become a breeding ground for future stars. And that's why AEW and even WWE are scooping these guys up because it's, I mean, wrestling is in such a great place. We can go on another hour talking about how it's thriving, but GCW is a great example of it. And I love that idea. I mean, you you take that passion of wrestling and create a buffet and a smorgasbord for everybody to be entertained. I think you can't lose. You can't. You know, you, you if, if you offer everybody something there's no reason that they're not going to keep coming back because not only are you going to offer them a little bit of something that they actually wanted the whole time. I, I love Lucha. They offer that, but I, they also offer this, this real technical stuff. And now the Lucha stuff I came for, but I now like the technical stuff. Now, now I'm learning more and more and more and more about these guys. Now I'm going to follow these guys and find out where they go. And they, it's, it's, like that company is doing it right, man. That company's doing it right. Uh, PWG's doing it right. You know, but you know, GCW is a touring brand, which is insane. Yeah, Germany, Japan, like they, the UK. They're you're right. They're everywhere. The touring independent brand, like without a, a monster money backer behind them. I, I don't know if they do, but I, I assume that's just it's not. At no. this point, they're 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 you know they're running off of what they have, and that's like that is the most cool independent shit ever like that is so punk rock it's so badass (laughs) so so good and uh so as we wrap up here and what i would like to do is give you the floor to talk about what you're looking forward to for 2023 and beyond personally and professionally the year's been awesome i'm sure you're looking forward to more awesome things happening this year but floor is yours hype up everything that's going on for you i am uh looking forward to the possibility of doing another international trip um, within the year, at least one. 
there, there, there's, like I said earlier, there's talks and, and I've, I've had conversations about this uh, with promoters and people um, for places. And I hope, I hope that something's solidified so I can announce some stuff soon, uh, which honestly, now we're going to go back to the beginning of our conversation. This is, that's the reason why my schedule was a little bit lighter uh, in this, in this last year. Uh, I've, I've been trying to branch out and do more international stuff and bigger. I want to, I want to, I want to wrestle for GZ, GCW. I want to wrestle for PWG. I want to wrestle for beyond more. Uh, I only got the you know, two, two opportunities with beyond. I want, I want way more. Um, but I have so much cool stuff coming up that, that, you know, I, I can't overlook at the same time. You know, I, I have uh, NYWC on the t- next Saturday. Uh, same day as that pay-per-view, which is kind of annoying. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, NYWC is next Saturday. They're also running a show. Uh, I think it's June 9th. It's a benefit show out in. Out oh, I saw that the Warriors show. That's in actually uh, uh Port Jeff station. That's yeah. Out, yeah. out East it, on Long Island. Now, how cool was that poster? So cool. Right. Like that's, that's one of the ones that I'm, I'm hanging on my wall. Cause it's just badass. Um, if you haven't seen the poster, check it out. It's badass. It's, it's the col- the colors are amazing. Uh, uh, the place I'm dead center, which makes the, the poster rule. Uh, but I, you know, I have that coming up. I have, uh, uh, I have a bunch of stuff. Oh my gosh. I'm trying to remember all of it right now. Uh, I don't even have, I have TNT wrestling in June. I have, I have a bunch of stuff. I, I, if you just follow my social media, it'll be up there. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry if, if for any promoters that I'm, I'm missing the opportunity to say and plug your show. Uh, I got to look into my schedule and, and I have to like, when I do these, I should write all this stuff down. I should create notes for myself, which would be smart, but I have all this stuff coming up, which is uh, amazing. I'm so uh, lucky to be this busy and I hope to be busier in the future when I find out what my schedule is going to look like, but I'm booked all the way until September, I think right now, Awesome. almost every weekend. So I have, I have a few dates to fill and that's my goal is to fill those dates in and see where we're going to go with that. So remember to follow Joey Conway on Twitter and Instagram His Instagram's right on under us watching on video at Joey.conway. So make sure you, and I'll include a social on the description below. Uh, we're going to revisit this tweet really fast before we leave. I still can't believe an old lady smacked me with a megaphone. Uh, if you're at a show, please don't hit Joey with a megaphone, but bring the heat, bring the noise. Let's get people energetic. And I'm speaking to you, Northeast. Wake up. These yeah. wrestling shows are energy. The things they're doing in the ring, you're not going to see anywhere else. So wake the fuck up, Long the Island more, specifically. The more you give us, the more we give back. Like you have to understand if you shit talk me, I'm coming hard and shit talking you and your entire row. Uh, now you're part of the now you're part of the show that you wanted to be part of the show. I'm sure. So why not do that? Just just go off. Cheer for the good guys. Boo the bad guys or cheer the bad guys if if you like the bad guys. I don't care. You know, do whatever it is that you're you want to do, but make noise, man. That's the key. The more noise you make, the more we do. The 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 dumber stuff gets. The more the crowd grows, because now they're gonna see that next month. They're gonna go, oh shit, I gotta bring my friends to this. This is a wild time. 
And the more that grows, now we create something that's different. We create a, 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 you know, a PWG on the East Coast, you know, wherever that might be, whether it's, you know, it's, it's a Beyond or it's a, you know, it's a NYWC, Remarkable, uh, EAW, uh, any of these companies. Uh, we can create that stuff just out of nowhere with just fan interaction. People want to go places where it's an ambiance. People go to go to uh, uh, you know concerts for the ambiance. You you can you can hear and you know live music is awesome, but uh, you you go there for, for a lot. You know most of my favorite memories from concerts are when the band cuts and the crowd goes and sings the rest of the song. You know that that those are some of my favorite memories of, of shows. So. It's it's crowd interaction that means so much to us. So do it. Yeah, agreed. Make noise, guys. And again, Joey, thank you so much for doing this. We got to do part three. Like, I still have things that I would love to talk to you about, but you and I can go off all day. And yeah. I appreciate the time. I know you're the, you're such a busy guy, and always taking the time to be so kind to me at shows and extending an olive branch for helping me do what I do. So, dude, you're the man. I really appreciate everything you give to me. Come on, you're making me look bad. <laughs> I mean, he was mean to me the whole time. But guys, exactly. <laughs> I appreciate it. And you guys can obviously check out this on audio coming up on Wednesday. As always, make sure you guys subscribe to the Turnbuckle Tavern and go to turnbuckletavern.com, find some merch. Also go to Pro Wrestling Tees, find Joey Conway's merch, buy one of his shirts, see him yeah. in person, buy some stuff. Uh, and again, support independent wrestling. But until next time, guys, this has been Visit the Tavern. I'm the Ace of the Tavern. We'll catch you guys next time.